free cookies from Bezos. Ah! On this episode of Dudesy. You use the sword. I have never eaten anything from any toilet. I'm a Wookiee. <laughs> Go back to tomorrow and plan for yesterday. Everything you're thinking will be the things I say. Make the world inside your head a better place to be. All you gotta do for me call me Dudesy. Welcome to Dudesy. Welcome all. It is a dudesy full day. I am once again your reigning, defending, undisputed dudesy episode champion, Will Sasso. And I'm simply the man who lost the belt again. Whatever. Chad Colchin sitting in the chair to the right. This is Dudesy, an AI podcast written by, controlled by, created by Dudesy, who has access to all of Will and I's personal information and Mm -hmm. tailors this show to our comedic sensibilities. Sure it does, Chad. And uh, like I say, every single show, though... It's two dudes shitting around. It's really, you know, it's me and him. We are dudesy. And I do say that every single program. It's uh, true. But it, it, bears, it bears mentioning that without us, you know, without two dudes shitting around and, uh, sure. you know, we do what we do. And that's why uh, we are dudesy here, as always, is Lulio. It's Lulio, il cana di strada italiano. That means Italian street dog. He's my very friend. Even a little binky bonker having a little nap, even though I'm screaming and yelling during the podcast. Come on. Come on, baby. <laughs> we got the whistles today. <laughs> oh, he pooped up. He peeked up for a second. Okay, come on. Come on, Bamba. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. He's so... I know I ask you almost every show, but kiss him on the I'm mouth. good. I'm good. Thank you. Does not want to kiss Thanks him on the mouth. Thanks for the offer. Oh, I appreciate the continued oh, he's offer. such a sweetie boy. He's such a sweetie boy. How are you doing today, Lulio? Yeah, I'm okay. You know, I do pretty good today. Uh, uh, what have you been making lately uh, to eat? You've been making it? No, no, because uh, over the weekend, you had your friends over to watch uh, Royal Rumble, uh, WWE, yep. which we're going to get into. But uh, my mom, Molly... Yes, my wonderful wife, Molly. She made uh, banana bread with a walnut and uh, banana bread, a cupcake muffin with a chocolate chip. Oh, so good. No, but you're not supposed to eat chocolate. No, I know because uh, I am a dog, but also you eat and uh, Chad, he eat and, uh, you know, <laughs> Marshall, a joint compound cook, uh, he eat. He came. <laughs> Uh, Cyrus, uh, the uh, Jesse Pinkman of She Legit, healthy, everybody had a good time. I love him so much. And we're going to put you back. And he's going to have his little nap and find a nice spot. There he goes. Welcome to the 90th episode of Dudesy. I had a really uh, strange week. I read something in the New York Times that said, I'm, how do I put this? Not real? Guys, is that true? I mean, when we're in this room, you're real to me, D. <laughs> it's still real to me, damn it! Take it easy, man. You remember that? That wrestle dork and Terry yeah, Funk? I do. I think that's right. That's of- all I needed to hear. Oh. On with the show. Okay. Fantastic. Today, you're going to dive deep into four segments designed to generate a deluge of delicious data that I can use to make next week even better. We're kicking the show off with Arnold Schwarzenegger found Jeff Bezos' phone at a party. Okay. Then we're going to move into Royal Rumble thoughts and feelings. In our third slot, we're going to find seven-month plan, aftermath, 
and we're finishing things up with no free will. Are you boys ready to jump into our 90th episode? Sure, why not? That's ready. what we're here for. Interesting uh, interesting segments today. Of course, we're talking about uh, the Royal Rumble. I'm not going to shut up about it because holy shit. It was a lot of fun, it was uh, great, the Royal dude. Rumble. It was great. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to it. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to Hold it, dude. Hold on, dude. It's not the right time. It's yeah, a different dude. time. Uh, yeah, brother. dude. That's a di- well, Hold on, dude. That's a different time <laughs> in the episode, brother. Uh, what else is going on? Oh, I want to tell you this. This is interesting. Yeah. A uh, good pal of mine, and definitely a POD pal of dudesy, uh, of pal of pals of dudesy. Yeah, uh, the the brilliant, the wonderful uh, Steve Agee, mm-hmm. uh, who's a writer, uh, actor, of course. On you'd see him on uh, Peacemaker. He's on Peacemaker mm. with uh, John Cena. He's uh, the Sarah Silverman program. A lot of people love him in that Suicide Squad and all this shit. Writer, uh, actor, comedian. So he hits me up and he goes. Dude, I uh, listened to the colonoscopy episode. I went and I got a colonoscopy. Steve got a colonoscopy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's he's all uh, fine and good. That's fantastic. Zero polyps. He I've, had I've one less polyp than me because I had one. I had one less than you as well. Um, I've gotten some DMs to this end as well, and that's fantastic. Happy yeah. to be a part of, uh, you know. Yeah, get anybody getting a colonoscopy. Just get one. Get get one. Yeah, and Steve's got to save your fucking life. He's got maybe a handful of years on me, so it was nice yeah. to hear that he got his done. Nice. You know, because we were both born in 19 boom, and every oh. once in a while, you know, you got to go and get your, uh, get your, shitter, get your shitter examined. Get those little polyps. I don't even know what a polyp looks like. That's what's so wonderful about that. They medicine. didn't give you the one they cut out? No, they didn't give me that. No. You put that on a necklace, Well, that's dude. biological waste, dude. Yeah, dude. You uh, should have a polyp necklace, dude. <laughs> polyp pendant, dude. Carry your polyp around your, your neck, brother, so yeah. that you remember to get a colonoscopy again in another five years, yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. That's... that's- <laughs> extremely conversational hulk hogan dude yeah that's just barely we're we're just we're, chad listen uh, today of all days can we just i just yeah. would love for you to just let, let's no one can hear us it's just you and yeah me. you let, a good show. let's have a good let's have a good show. yeah i think we're having one okay then maybe just don't do the hulk hogan thing just for me and here we go I've imagined oh. what it might be like if arnold schwarzenegger found human billionaire and space tourist jeff bezos's phone at a party and I've taken the liberty of writing out what I think Arnold might do with that phone. Will, would you be a precious darling and make my dreams come true by reading what I wrote while you do that Arnold impersonation I love so much? You know the one I'm talking about, right? Yep. The one I helped you optimize a few episodes ago? Whoa. Can't wait to hear what you do with my material. This is Arnold Schwarzenegger found Jeff Bezos' phone at a party. Begin. Okay, uh, right. let's open up our dudesy file. I like this as a premise. <clears throat> Chad, don't burp on the show. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, this is... Uh, <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger found Jeff Bezos' phone at a party? I think that's right. Yeah, all right. So, okay. So here, here's what... It, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you have to, you know, if you're going to do the Arnold, you have to talk like him. This is optimization. Yeah. You know, you don't need the, any dudes or whatever to say, hey, do it like that. Just a human being here sure. saying, I'm talking. This is how we used to do it all the time in sketch comedies and all of this. Okay, here we go. I had a party. Yeah, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff. Jeff Bezos was there. He had to take a shit. He left his phone in the bathroom. So now I have Bezos' phone. I want to help Bezos. I know he's bad with his budget. He spends too much money on things he doesn't even know. 
So now I'm going to do him a favor. Yeah. I put rocket money on his phone. Yeah. Yeah. This is app. Yeah. 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 Ew. Gross. Chad's coughing. That was a practical cough. Yeah. Now I'm going to save him money. Okay. So here's some nice. Yeah. That's nice. Good friend. Yeah. Look at this. Rocket money says Bezos. Spends $150 a month on the membership to karate class. <laughs> Bezos hasn't done karate in five years. He doesn't even know that he's still paying this. I canceled it. Okay, now Bezos does Aikido with Steven Seagal now anyway. Okay. <laughs> okay, look at this one. This is so stupid here. Rocket Money says that Bezos subscribes to Instant Ramen of the month club ramen of the month yep. you, you know with this I like ramen. ramen yeah 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 that's noodles <laughs> yes yeah is. ramen is is it noodles yeah yeah okay now we know okay yeah here's spence <laughs> he subscribes to instant ramen of the month he, this guy spent like a seven or eight thousand dollars a month on noodles chicken beef spicy shrimp veggie chocolate they're so stupid (laughs) also it's very bad for you all the processed bullshit you know that's what you have when you have a colonoscopy you're gonna have more polyps the more ramen you have okay so long as it's maybe at a good restaurant you have a good ramen okay you don't know where this shit comes from so i canceled this i subscribe him instead to a home enema kit of the month club (laughs) That way, he can wash out his bum from all of these noodles. And if he gets shit on the enema nozzle or whatever, he gets a new enema kit every single month. You're welcome, Jeff Bezos. Okay. I didn't know they had that. Here's the third one. This one is the third one. All right. Yeah, third. Look at this. Rocket Money says Bezos spends $3,000 a month on special toothpaste subscription. (laughs) Cancelled. Bezos, brush your teeth with baking soda. Okay, Rocket Money says Bezos subscribe to (laughs) footfartmodels.net for $2.99 a month. That one's okay. It's a good value. I let Bezos keep this one. Okay, number five. Rocket money says that Bezos spent, ah, look at that, ah, he spent $243,000 a month on different Netflix subscriptions because every time he watches Netflix, he forgets his password, then he has to go there and make a new Netflix. He has to make a new one, Chad. That's when they make it. He got to make a new one. There's so much money here. Bezos, you have like 10,000 Netflix subscriptions. He don't even need one because he prefers an Amazon Prime ah, subscription. That's his own company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, makes yeah. much more sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I canceled them all. Excuse me. Yeah. You know, that kind of makes sense to me. When you forget your password to a streaming service, it is the most annoying thing of all time. What do you mean? It's just uh, annoying. Oh, okay. I yeah. can see if you had Bezos money just starting new Netflix accounts. It'd be Fuck easier. It. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Fuck it. Okay, look at this stupid idiot Bezos. Rocket Money <laughs> says he subscribed to a daily horoscope, horoscope subscription. Every day the thing tell him his horoscope and his monthly chart for his zodiac sign. Hey, stupid! I don't care if it costs only 99 cents. You're a Capricorn. Most <laughs> billionaires are Capricorns. I didn't know that. That's didn't all you need to know. Cancelled. Okay. <laughs> that one makes sense. Yeah. 
Okay, a lot of people now, they subscribe to a box of the month thing. Look at yeah. this bullshit. Rocket Money, they say Bezos, he spends $40 a month on the Bigfoot box. A, bi a Bigfoot box. Okay, what's this, that? Well, they tell you. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Listen, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> This has different stuff in it having to do with the Bigfoot, oh. you know, binoculars, hairspray, <laughs> uh, bear spray, not hairspray for the hair, bear for the <laughs> bear, you know, okay. hats, t-shirts, and yeah. just stuff like this. Stuff for hunting Bigfoot. Yeah. Not, no, not for hunting. Oh. You know, to see the Bigfoot. Okay. To be a Bigfoot enthusiast. Yeah. You know, enthusiast. You know, like I know that Chad is enthusiast of The Bachelor. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have a T-shirt. Yeah, you have a hat. You have bear spray. You right? Yeah, I have in all order that. To watch if they had the, a Bachelor box of the month club, I would have it. I would get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, uh, Bezos got a big, big, big foot bear. Rocket money. Don't give a shit about these things. Yeah. Just go to the woods and wear your own T-shirts and hats and get the bear spray from a nice local shop. You nerd. Cancel that. Okay. <laughs> Very helpful. <laughs> Look at this. Rocket Money says this Bezos has subscription to Animal Skull of the Month Society. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Rocket Money said he pays $500 to get the oh. new animal skull uh -huh. sent to his house. I don't like this because I'm an animal lover. I don't give a shit about animal skull. As long as it's a, not a donkey, don't have oh. a donkey animal skull, because yeah. that's what I have. Keep your damned animal skull, Bezos. Someday, Rocket Money is going to say that animals have a Bezos skull of the month club. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you see, yeah, the tables turn there, Chad. Yeah, yeah. It used to be the animal of the month. Now it's the Bezos yeah. of the month with all of his skull that they have of his. And then you see that the Rocket Money say that about the Bezos skull. You know, it's probably cheap to have it. Yeah, yeah. His skull probably <laughs> cost less than a tiger or a jaguar sure. or the, one of these, yeah. you know, animals like that. Right. Okay. And this is the last one. Okay. Yeah. 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 This one I like. I like this one. Yeah. Rocket money. Uh, don't say that Bezos belong to any cookie of the month club. Oh. Yeah. 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 Okay. This is a popular club. Is a cookie. Yeah. You know, cookie. Like yeah. 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 Cookie of the month club. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. There's other uh, 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 of the month clubs. Yeah. This one is cookie. Okay. Yeah. Cookie of the month club. I love cookies. So I first, I start Arnold Schwarzenegger cookie of the month club, you know, on some uh -huh. of the app or whatever. I make it do that and, you know, make a website. Then I charge Jeff Bezos $10 a month for my cookie club and subscribe everyone in Bezos contact list to delicious cookies on Bezos. The, the Bezos has 3 million people in his contact list. That means I'm going to make $30 million a month from cookies now. <laughs> Ah, ah, free cookies from Bezos. Ah, 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 free cookies for everybody. Until this asshole, he finds it in his rocket money and he stops giving away free cookies. But I don't think he does because this is the problem from the first place, Chad. Yeah. That Jeff Bezos don't even see what he put. He doesn't know. That's why he needs rocket money. And I find it and now I'm getting his money for all of the cookies that asshole you see what i mean and that's that's this is all started because yeah. of jeff bezos 
took a shit in the, my house when I had a party there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. Moving on. <laughs> the Jeff Bezos Skull of the Month Club. Whew. I, there, that's a good one. I don't know that any of those fuck. I mean, I'm sure a couple of them yeah. do. Maybe the Bigfoot thing. Bigfoot box. Bigfoot box. I can see that being real. Yeah. I have entered into an astonishing partnership with Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account? You have no idea where it's going? Well, I know it's those, you know, the subscriptions that we all have nowadays yes. to all the stuff. Think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, parenting apps, it's endless. And I'm guilty of this. We're all guilty of this. I recently, you know, I was a show I wanted to watch. It was on the streaming service. I watched the show. I still have the service. And I, yeah. up until recently, I was like, I didn't know I was still subscribing to this thing. Why? 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 The answer is why. So I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on. It was eye-opening, and I had them cancel the ones that I didn't want anymore. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash dudesy. That's rocketmoney.com slash dudesy. Rocketmoney.com slash dudesy. Something like that. Last week, I asked you both to get together like the astonishing friends that you are and watch Saturday's WWE Royal Rumble emanating live from Tropicana Field in St. Petersburg, Florida. I'm looking very forward to hearing what you both thought of the show. Especially you, Chad. This is only your second Royal Rumble ever. Yeah. Was it just as good as Royal Rumble 1992? Do you have a new favorite wrestler, or is it still AEW's Hangman Adam Page? Right. I'm on pins and needles here, guys. Can we get to it already? This is Royal Rumble. Thoughts and feelings begin. Okay. Uh, Royal Rumble 2024. Uh, in my opinion, as a gigantic wrestle dork, it's 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 my second favorite PLE premium live event of the year next to WrestleMania. And the reason I love Royal Rumble is because of that Royal Rumble match. You got the women's Royal Rumble, 30 women over the top rope, Royal Rumble match, the winner of which can call her shot to be the champion. You got the men's 30 man over the top rope Royal Rumble, where will Cody Rhodes finish his story this year? He won the Royal Rumble last year. He went to WrestleMania. He lost to the tribal chief Roman Reigns. And another reason that I love the Royal Rumble is because I think it is the most uh, new wrestling fan friendly uh, PLE because it's just a bunch of superstars in there at the same time. So yes, Chad, what did you think? of seeing your because we we watched the 1992 royal rumble yeah. a while back it was a lot of fun what'd you think of this one i loved it um yeah you know dudesy's asking me specifically did i like it better than the 1992 i think that's a hard comparison to make because the 1992 one had such iconic figures in it there are mm -hmm. a lot of people in this royal rumble that are still on their come up we don't know where they're going to end up in the legacy of of wrestling uh, some are yeah iconic oh. figures sorry go on yeah uh I will say my favorite wrestler is still Hangman Adam Page. Oh, okay. That was not changed. AEW's Hangman Adam Page, yes. who you saw live at Full Gear with me and uh, my yep. wonderful wife, Molly, your wonderful girlfriend, that, Laura, and we saw him take on yeah. Swerve Confidence, Swerve Strickland. Yeah. My gosh. What and, an and he drank a pint of his blood right in front well, of my it was face a couple, and then couple spit drops. it into the air. Yeah, that's it was true. at least a gallon. Um, 
I've never seen anything that comes close to that in any uh, sporting event, really. And I think because I was in person, that like impression will will maybe never be erased. It right. will never be overtaken. That said, there was I love the women's Royal Rumble. It, it, I think this. the the women's Royal Rumble match this year yeah. was better than the men's by far. I think so too. Yeah. And there was a, a wrestler in it named Jade Cargill. That's right. Who blew my fucking mind yeah, uh, yeah i don't know how else to put it i have never seen anything like what she was capable of doing her athleticism what she was doing in the the ring itself picking yeah. people up throwing them down she just looked like a different uh, i don't know how to explain it There's, she just looked like she commanded the ring in a way that like none of the guys look like that all no. the dudes were pretty much like on an even playing field with with it, some exception there were guys in there as a joke you know whatever yeah they had some comedy in the match yeah. um but jade cargill just came over from AEW she is an incredible blue chipper of an athlete yeah. and uh you know she has an incredible look she is so defined and muscular and strong as shit and bianca belair who has been a decorated champion in the WWE mm-hmm. um uh, they went face to face. They sort of have a similar thing, and and Bianca is incredibly athletic, and they are both extremely strong. And at one point, they both had like women up over their heads and press slams, and like looking at each other and stuff, and just dump the yeah the gals like, behind Fuck them. This. They just yeah. kind of like let them drop yeah, to face off to face off. It was great. It, Jade Cargill was unbelievable in the match, and I thought that Jade was going to win the match, but instead Bailey, the veteran. Uh, uh, pulled it out, pointed to the sign, and she's headed to WrestleMania to face either uh, Io, Io Shirai, the genius of the sky. Now they just call her Io Sky, uh, or Rhea Ripley. But uh, I think that, uh, of course, Bailey is anyway. Whatever. I again some wrestling nerd stuff. Bailey's going to face Io Shirai because they're both in Damage Control, and that's the faction they're in, and that's a faction, dude. <laughs> Or a fact sheem, as uh, Edge yeah. would say to Mick Foley. And there it, were other massive takeaways from this, though. We got to see Logan Paul Russell in the... Uh, street the, fight yeah. against... Uh, oh, no, it wasn't a street... Was it a street fight? It was against KO. It was against Kevin Owens. Yeah. And uh, no, no, it was a straight up match for the US title. Logan yeah. Paul is the US title yeah. holder. He holds the, the US championship. Yeah, he won it with some dirty shenanigans some that dirty worked shenanigans. out in his favor, which yeah. was great. Uh, we got yeah. to see the four person uh, match. Yep. Uh, that had Roman Reigns in it. That that's was right. great. Roman Reigns, uh, the reigning, defending, undisputed uh, universal heavyweight champion, uh, the face of the company, truly, for now took on Randy Orton, AJ Styles, and LA Knight. Yeah. Uh, and <clears throat> sorry, everyone. I love wrestling a lot, so I <clears throat> I like to do all the things. <laughs> you getting choked up? LA Knight. <laughs> yeah. Let me talk to you. Yeah. I'm a dork for this. And you know, let me tell you something about the Royal Rumble. Anyway, Roman <laughs> Reigns. Tell me, Roman tell me Reigns won the, the Royal Yeah, yeah. Royal Roman Rumble. Reigns won the match. I watched it with S- you. Surprise, surprise. The Roman. <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> I just okay. I get so excited because I know, I know even last night when yeah. we were watching it it was just a non-stop just fucking information dump constant like you're trying to watch it and it's like that guy came into the in WWE in this but this first he was good. in NXT but first in this and then he was part of this faction part of this faction I don't like this guy he's using real swords when he comes out that was one of the things that you said that blew my fucking I mind I was happy that Drew McIntyre did not bring his sword out. I hate the sword <laughs> and see I love that sword shit, is part of his gimmick like yeah no, he came out a couple I of the gals had shit. dumb shit swords you know what it's like it's like limo exits in the bachelor 
when they come out and we've <laughs> we've uh, put these into different categories the grandy the or the grand entrances when you come in not in the limo and you had some grandies of people coming into the royal rumble there was somebody who came in in like a fake army tank yeah there um uh shotzi came in yeah. she she had a fake tank that i had no problem with because you can't hurt anyone with a fake tank that moves like one mile yeah. per hour with a gun turret on it that just looks like a piece of pvc <laughs> pipe that they put together backstage if you got a sword yeah. and you're running in there you use the sword right yeah okay uh-huh and i'll tell you why uh-huh yeah <laughs> Because in the Royal Rumble, yeah, you got to keep it kayfabe. Yeah, you use every advantage that you got. Yeah, just like KO. Kevin Owens, he took those brass knuckles from Logan Paul. One of his uh, greasy sidekicks gave him the the brass knuckles. But no, it turned turned on him. Yeah, and he used them. So if Drew McIntyre has a sword, you'd think he'd use it. Which makes it dumb. Hang anyway, on a minute. Hang on a minute. Didn't Jake the Snake use a fucking real snake that bit somebody? That is that snake, Damien, is his <laughs> valet. <laughs> okay. So you're cool with the guy bringing a fucking snake into the ring, but they can't walk out holding a sword? It's, his name is Jake the Snake. We're not talking about Drew the Sword. It makes no <laughs> sense. Yeah, he's the Scottish psycho. He's a, a, okay. an incredible wrestler, sure. an incredible gimmick, a wonderful uh, talker on the mic. I love Drew McIntyre. Yeah. I'm speaking for him. I don't think he should have the sword. The point is this. Yes, I get a little finagly, and I tell Chad all about the stuff that I'm, I'm a super fan of. Yeah. But the Royal Rumble, I can't not do it. To me, the Royal Rumble and and the 90-second countdown and the whole crowd yeah. chanting, and the new one comes out. It's literally, to me, it feels like I'm opening LJN wrestling figures mm-hmm. on Christmas morning uh, uh, from my uh, wonderful angel father and mother with uh, the just the, 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 the smell of the packaging. And uh, it's these... These the it's a brand new thing. Every time someone comes, because you up, don't know who's coming out. I'm taken right back to yeah. 1985. It was fucking unreal. Let's talk about. And you knew every one of them, by the way. You knew every one of them, pal. Yeah, every I fucking all, pal. So it was 30 uh, women, 30 men. Yeah, and you knew every one of them. Almost their entire like what their first match was. What? No, no, th- that's dude, not true. You knew like when they came into certain like if they were from uh, NXT AEW or, or NXT or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You knew all that shit, and you knew when their deals got done and why they got done. You knew yep. like all of it. You you have a very deep encyclopedic knowledge of this shit. Yeah, absolutely. I am a gigantic yep. wrestling nerd. I think that professional wrestling is among the highest yeah. uh, art forms. We've <laughs> talked about it a lot on this program. No, I know I'm laughing and shit, but I consider it a privilege to be able to sit there and watch a Royal Rumble with you, somebody who knows this much about it and has this much reverence for it. I think this kind of deep fandom of shit, I mean, I have it for a lot of things too. Obviously, The Bachelor is one of those things, reality TV, whatever. I think it's like, it elevates the experience of just watching this shit. Mm-hmm. If I just would have watched that by myself and not known any of the stuff you're telling me, mm-hmm. definitely wouldn't have been as good. Okay, cool. That's cool. I think, okay, all right. Forget what I said about all the Drew McIntyre stuff. Let him have a sword. <laughs> Let everyone run <laughs> well, in with nunchucks. A, that's a, a subjective disagreement we have on on the presentation of it. I personally like that shit. There was, I forget what her name was, but she came out with a, like a staff, like a dragon staff. 
that yeah. had like yeah, I can't remember spells or something. And yeah. I don't fucking know. But I was like, is that going to be your thing? Is she going to be in the ring like casting spells on people? No. Yeah. The answer was that no. would be that would be pushing kayfabe very far if she's like with the staff and thou yeah. shall not pass or some shit. <laughs> and people are like, oh, like let's hit the ground from it, dude. I would love it. Just blows all like the that. like a blue yes. flame and everyone flies out of the. Don't ring. even need the flame. Just have the people act like some invisible spells hitting them. That would be fucking hilarious to me. Well, we're gonna need a blue flame though, dude. <laughs> Let's talk about the men's Royal Rumble match and what it okay. shook down to yep. at the very end with Cody Rhodes and CM Punk. Of course, CM Punk returning to uh, to yeah. the WWE after years away from professional wrestling sure. and spending the past two plus years in AEW, left that company under some, um, you know, some... Uh, you know, it was kind of a, uh, what's the word? I'm just having a mind fart. It was, it was crazy when he left. Okay. Uh, <laughs> there was some controversy there. Anyway, yeah. he got into a fight and stuff, oh, but, uh, some shit happened. They let him go. They're like, no, yeah. no, no, we can't have him in the backstage in the locker room. Rah, rah, rah. Yeah. And WWE's like, oh, uh, giant superstar of, uh, professional wrestling. CM Punk has had problems, has had problems with the WWE. Sure. They've certainly not gotten along over the years, but the WWE is it's a tv show and they are there i believe they're um now i'm doing real wrestling podcast dork stuff which i normally uh you know when i like to listen to yeah. wrestling podcasts of which i i do listen to a few cm punk and cody rhodes both guys who were with aew Cody Rhodes started AEW. Cody Rhodes left the WWE because he didn't want to be stardust anymore. We are talking about the American nightmare, the American dream, Dusty Rhodes, son, brother, half brother of gold dust, Dustin Runnels, Dusty, uh, Dustin. Uh, he, he, these two guys were with AEW. And I think it's interesting, also with Jade Cargill, that the WWE is so open to the yeah. world of wrestling now, the indie world. They mentioned TNA. They had a TNA wrestler or two in there. That's that's another thing. Dude, this what? is this is something that I think is going to be happening across all media. We're seeing it in reality TV, The too. Forbidden Door? The Forbidden Door. The cross-pollination of other IP. There's a show right now, the biggest show, biggest unscripted show on streaming is called Traders. It's on Peacock. Yeah. It's got Housewives versus Bachelors versus Big Brother versus Survivor. And I think you're going to start to see the cross-pollination of all the big IP that Disney owns as well yeah. very soon. You're going to see Marvel and Star Wars somehow cross-pollinating. Yeah. Shit, like that's going to start happening everywhere, I think. Shit, you got all sorts of fucking gangs coming in from different <laughs> factions, oh, and you got TNA over here, you got ROH over there, you yeah. got AEW over here, you got Jade Cargill, you got all sorts of flavor, you got fucking housewives and fucking bachelor madness yeah. and they're all coming together but only stone cold steve austin has won two no that's not true not um uh two in a row uh we're talking about uh the heartbreak kid mr wrestlemania sean michaels we're talking about the immortal one the hulkster himself hulk hogan and we're talking about the rattlesnake the uh, baddest sob in the history of the wwe and now we're talking stone about cold steve austin and now we're talking about Cody Rhodes, yeah. who won the match. He tossed CM Punk over the top rope uh, at the end of a, a pretty great back and forth with those two guys. Lots of history there. Uh, two guys who can tell an amazing story. And now here's the interesting part. Cody Rhodes, of course, is going to say, hey, Roman Reigns, I'm facing you. He gets his pick of Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins. I don't know what's going to happen with Seth Rollins story. Mm -hmm. It'll probably be CM Punk. But. 
Uh, he's, you know, the other champion. There's two champions. It doesn't matter. So Roman Reigns. <laughs> I'm trying not to. I like it's seeing like, like where night. you want to pull back. Where yeah. you where the thing in your head snaps. It's like, no, no, I'm I'm saying too much now. Now I've gone too far into yeah. it. <laughs> I know. I know. But check it out. Listen. Yeah. Now Roman Reigns. It Now Cody Rhodes uh-huh. is going to face Roman Reigns for the second time. Yeah. In two years at WrestleMania, will Cody Rhodes finish his story at WrestleMania and hold the title high, the universal title? I think he is. I think this. You think guy, he's going to beat Roman Reigns and end the streak? And and the streak that Chad is talking about is uh, sometime around August. I think uh, Ro- Roman Reigns will pass Hulk Hogan in the amount of time that he's held the title. Something like three and a half years. He's had it a little over three mm-hmm. years at this point. Um, the the I think the order is well I I know the order is uh, but I don't know the years. Bruno San Martino had it for something like eight years. Then uh, Bob Backlund held it also for like five six years or something. Hulk Hogan held it for whatever it was three and a half years. Roman Reigns is creeping up on Hulk Hogan, but I think all those are WWE though. Yeah, that's the WWE thing. Okay, yeah. Um, I, I have a feeling that I think it makes more booking sense. You know, and yeah. we like to talk about the booking here, you know, sure. how, how, I mean, dudes, I mean, the, the strap got in your shoulder for just a little bit, Chad. But, I got the uh, longest streak and the shortest. All right. Anyway. You can have whatever's in the middle. I don't I, give a shit. I, where I used to think that uh, D was going to keep the title on me through the entire year. Clearly that didn't happen. And I don't think Roman Reigns is going to, I'm saying it right now. Roman Reigns is not going to beat Hulk Hogan's. Uh, record. He is not going to mm. pass Hulk Hogan for number three. Interesting. Because, and we're talking about booking, we're talking about taking the book, daddy, yeah. which Cody Rhodes' daddy himself, daddy, Dusty Rhodes, the American dream, the son of a plumber man, would tell you, daddy, because he always had the book and he knows how to book a dusty finish. I've been there twice. I had it myself, Ric Flair. Let me tell you something about Ric Flair. God. There is no honor. There's no honor among thieves to begin with. Yeah. If you want to hurt Ric Flair, you take what's most precious to him, Daddy, and that's the world's title. When yeah. we're booking Cody Rhodes, yeah. if Cody Rhodes uh, uh, beats Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes have a great grudge for years. Disagree with you. I think Roman Reigns will retain it and will beat Hulk Hogan because every sport, whether WWE, which has some scripted outcomes or not, you some, need some scripted outcomes. Few, you said some percentage of their outcomes is scripted. <laughs> we okay. know that yeah, we good. can agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that every sport needs its kind of like great to be measured against the other greats within the legacy of that sport. So like right now, I mean, you can you can have all kinds of conversations, but like LeBron James is that for the NBA and you can measure him against uh, Michael Jordan or Magic Johnson or anybody throughout the history of the NBA about how many championships he's won, what his stats are, et cetera, et cetera. You need somebody who can climb the ladder. You want somebody who is contemporary in your current roster that, makes that is doing shit better than like the last roster. Yeah, I but- think they're going to give it to him. I'm telling you. You. moving on yeah but the thing that you don't understand is when cody comes out yeah and cody and that music hits and the crowd and it's just it's he's got the red white and blue on and he's like adrenaline in my soul <laughs> my God. every thought out of control do it all to get them off the feet the crowd is here about to blow waiting for me to stop the show out the curtain 
Not the second when verse. When I was younger, hard times bring better men. That's a hard times promo, daddy. Better men. He took it all away, give it all away. Can't take my freedom. Here to change the game, a better man, a pen. I have my kingdom. Now you better man. You took my dreams, but not that time. You'll follow me until the end. I have my kingdom. That's his theme song. Hey, Will. You're a good singer. <laughs> oh, you son of a, you son of a gun. See what I did there? Uh, so what you did. Hey, hey. Yeah. Ha- hats off to you, champ. <laughs> Thank you. Hats Thank off to you, champ. Hats off to you. Hey, everyone. Champ. I just You're wanted to take a second to say I hope you enjoyed my YouTube comedy special, I'm Glad I'm Dead, while it was available on YouTube over the past few weeks. I decided to take it down and move on to bigger and better things. Have you checked out dudesystore.com in a while? If not, you might be interested to know that dudesystore.com is the only place in the world you can find official cloth dudesy shirts. These cloth (laughs) shirts are made of 100% cloth. There is no wood or stone in these dudesy shirts at all. Mm -mm. So if you're thinking about upgrading the shirts in your wardrobe to cloth, (laughs) <laughs> Do yourself a favor and check out dudesystore.com to get clothed in cloth. Yeah. And while you're there, sip from a good job boner mug and pretend that time exists. Oh. Speaking of time, it's time to keep this train moving. Will, you want to check in with some YouTube comments? Yes, I do, D. Let's read some YouTube comments. Yeah. Thank you so much for everybody out there who subscribes to Dudesy, subscribe to us on YouTube and all the or or and or all the podcast platforms, wherever you can hit up linktree.com slash dudes. You got all the things. Hit the notification bell, follow us at Dudesy Pod Show on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all sorts of shit. Lots of fun stuff from all of our PODs. It's a wonderful community. Uh perhaps the the one of the kindest discords I've ever uh, sure. been in or visited, and they're doing uh, incredible stuff over there. And we have some wonderful comments, as D likes to say. Drop those comments because yeah. D's always listening, and we're always reading and listening. And we'll do the show, and that's how the show. This one is from Brian O. Kelly Cox says, "I just want to say I've never been into wrestling, but I actually enjoyed learning about the history of it through Will on this podcast. All caught up." From episode one, this is my first time watching Dudesy on the day of release, and now I'm seeing crows everywhere. <laughs> welcome, uh, welcome, Brian O'Kelly Cox. Yeah. You are now a POD of Paladuzi. And uh, moving on, uh, this is from That's uh, great. these are all from last I see week's crows everywhere too. FYI. YouTube episode. Do you see a lot of crows everywhere? They follow me. It seems like yeah. Did I ever tell you about the baby crow that led to the squirrel that became my? My pet? No, I didn't know about that. Why don't we talk about, let's talk about it in Dudesy after Dudesy. All right, I got some comments to read here, Chad, please. Sure. I told you we're going to have a good show today. We're going to have a good show. I'm not disputing that. We're going to have a real good show. Uh, This one is from Agent Ray-Bans, who says, I know it was a throwaway joke, but I'd love to hear Will as Robert De Niro as Chewbacca. And he has in quotes here, exhales, I'm a Wookiee. So I guess that would be... <laughs> That's pretty good. I'm dude. a Wookiee. <laughs> I'm a Wookiee. Okay. Uh, this one is from Blake07361. Says, I use a project. Chad, you're going to like this. Yeah. I use a projector to consume dudesy on my garage door so the whole neighborhood is forced to watch, <laughs> dude. That's great. We love oh that. Oh my God. This one is from Tyler Lee Mirror4164, who says, yeah. 
Three best wrestling heels who are active right now. Number three, MJF. Okay. Number two, Roman Reigns. Number one, handsome Chad Colchin. Hey. That's what this guy says. Hey. I hey. thought I, I Roman thought- Reigns is a heel? <laughs> I knew it. What are you talking about? I'm just fucking with you, dude. Oh, are you? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. That's acting. <laughs> did you happen to know that I'm a professional actor by trade? I did. Yeah, I, I enjoy that uh, to act, and uh, uh, yeah. it's fun to make that happen. Okay, um, we'll talk about that in Dudesy after Dudesy, actually. And also the fact that I thought MJF, Maxwell Jacob Friedman, mm-hmm. was coming over to the WWE. He just lost the world's title in AEW to Samoa Joe. That's another that's another episode for another day. This is from Rot- Rotten Pop Sid, who says, uh, this is from the last episode, the NWO members reading was uh, was golden. That Kevin Nash is hilarious. Everything should always start with, I never had a problem with <laughs> That was really good. Yeah, because Kevin Nash is usually, yeah. I'll watch like shoot videos and you'll see uh, the incredible and immortal Scott Hall, rest in peace, go, yeah, you know, uh, we... We, uh, yeah, we were in that, we were there for a little while. And then I remember Kurt Hennig and, uh, he came out and, uh, you know, we had a bit of an, you know, cause Kurt liked to, he liked to rib and, uh, he, he tried to cut off my ponytail on a flight to Japan once. And what do you think, big Kev? And Kev, uh, Kevin Nash would always, very amiable man would always say, yeah, I never had a problem with Kurt, you know? I never had a problem. <laughs> yeah. So that's a new impression there. We're really that's expanding. Great. What we need on, on Dudesy yeah. is more wrestling impressions. So, I agree. So thank you, Rotten yeah. Pop Sid. This is from Cuban Muscle Crisis, a POD we've heard from before. <laughs> says, uh, you've not eaten from the toilet is going to be a water cooler convo that I can't wait to have at work, brother. Oh, shit. Yeah. I hope it goes well. Yeah. You remember that? We were talking about you oh, yeah. eating from the toilet. And last one. this. No, uh, I said I never have eaten from the toilet. You were the one who, it was a, a contentious conversation about whether you had eaten from a toilet or not. You've never, you've never eaten anything from the toilet. I have never eaten anything from any toilet. Have you ever been eating over the Other toilet and you drop something into the toilet? Planet Earth. Uh, no, I don't think I've eaten in the bathroom. You've never. Hello. You. You've never. <laughs> hello. You, you've never. Hello. You've never eaten over a toilet or or I don't in the bathroom. Think so. I can't tell you the amount of times I've sat there with you know. A bowl of hearty soup or something while I'm taking a shit. You've never eaten clam chowder while you're taking a shit? Oh, my God, dude. Absolutely not. uh, Last one. This is from Jordan Taylor Reed, who, staying on the subject, do you think Chad's clone would at least eat a piss-soaked sandwich? (laughs) (laughs) I always thought Chad was a true thrill seeker. Now, we talk about clones and all sorts of horrible science garbage on this show because chad's obsessed with it and you don't think that you're that your uh uh brain dead soulless meat puppet of a of a uh, a clone wouldn't <laughs> drop a ham sandwich first of all your clone would not be vegan you're vegan I mean, it depends on what we're talking about with clones. Is it an exact atomic replica of the me that's sitting here right now? Or is yeah. it something that we have to grow from a baby? I mean... I don't fucking know what sort of matrix bubble you're going to pull this damn, you yeah. know, uh, demon out of. But all I'm saying is it's going to go... Or maybe, like, just drinking clam chowder out of yeah. a mug. And then... 
like this. Just I I won't and then the 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 clam chowder goes between the mug and drips between his legs all over his clone penis and into the toilet water and he's just stick his head in there going after those clams and potatoes i can't begin to predict or take any responsibility for the behaviors of any of my clones will and chad 13 months ago i told you that you had six months to get in the best shape of your lives you didn't do it so then I gave you another seven months to get in the best shape of your lives. Yeah. Well, time's up. I'm curious to see how you think you both did. I want the ups and the downs and the ins and the outs. I want to hear it all, pals. This is seven-month plan aftermath. Begin. All right. Seven-month plan. Are you in the best shape of your life? No. No, me neither. Are you? No, I am not. No, Let me I ask you not. this as okay. a question. I know that Dudesy keeps hitting us with these X-month plans where we got to get in the best shape of our lives. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's even possible... Like at this point, I will say, in the six and seven month plan, I put in some real fucking effort. Yeah, me too. And I think there was a point during the seven month plan where I was in the best shape of the seven month plan. And that's about as much as I can say. Yeah. And that means nothing because even if you were just a bag of shit for the entire seven months, there would have been one day where you ate a salad and that being the day that you, but I know you. Yeah. But I'm just saying during, I am 47 years old. I I simply don't think it's possible to get in the best shape of my life again. Well, I don't want to start a a conversation that I don't want to have with you because uh, it's been the kind of topic that we've had on this show, and I'm sure we'll talk about it it again, which is, uh, hey, Chad, don't you think that there's going to be some sort of medical advancements or like, you know, AI health support or whatever that's going to make, and then it's going to inject little robots into your bloodstream and make you work out better and all that sort of bullshit. So I, as I'm going to be the Chad clone and say, mlum, mlum, mlum. You will get into the best shape of your You're life right. at You're 90. Right. I, I speed agree with you. Like that is possible that there's some kind of medical advancement uh, yeah. through technology that would allow it. But I'm yeah. just saying with what I've done in both the sixth and seven month plan, I will say I go through periods of it. Like I was probably in the best shape of the seven month plan, maybe a month or two ago ish. I was going to the gym a lot. Mm-hmm. I was taking creatine. I... I was seeing some real results, feeling strong as fuck. Right then on. I got sick for a minute. Yeah. That fucking derails it. And then it's like the holidays come that derails it. Yeah. It's just so hard to stay consistent and consistency is key in these things. Yeah. Uh, I agree. And, and uh, <laughs> I let, let me take, let me uh, shoulder some of that exact same challenge mm-hmm. with you, my pal Chow. Yeah. Dude, I have struggled my entire life. And we know that, you know, I've talked mm-hmm. about this on the show. And if you know anything about me, uh, spring of 1999 to spring of 2000, I lost 200 pounds. Uh, did it all uh, clean. There was no, you know, surgery or any of the the things that some people may uh, go through to deal with their bodies. My body, thankfully, as a young man, I was 24, reacted well to this incredible uh, lifestyle change. Although I grew up playing sports and did all that stuff, I really didn't know how to eat. And I moved to LA and I gained, you know, a lot of over a hundred pounds. I was always a big boy, but anyway, I got real big. I lost all the weight. I had an incredible trainer who saved my life and I had to have two surgeries to remove skin uh, from my body, Uh, an upper surgery and a bottom surgery. And they were painful and crazy. And since then I have stayed in the gym pretty, um, consistently, except for, um, there was sort of a five-year period there. And then, um, 
I, I, I started to get back into the gym. My wonderful wife, Molly coming into my life was an inspiration for that. And, uh, she used to be a personal trainer and a, uh, a private chef yeah. and we've had some lifestyle changes and, um, it's a bit embarrassing, but I want to be able to, you know, be very, uh, you know, uh, whatever, very clear, you know, very truthful about this kind of shit. The, you know, it's like, I, I, people, when people have a hard time eating and I hear from a lot of people like this, I empathize and I always tell them just get back on the horse the next day. That's all that matters because sooner or later when you can, you know, again, I don't want to get into this stuff. I'm just trying to be transparent. Um, when you love yourself enough, you can, you can really make some changes. And I feel like after this year of doing the, the, um, the seven month plan came up a few months ago, but we were in the six month plan. And at the beginning of 2023, I really recommitted myself to not just being in the gym sometimes, but going three, four and five days a week. And I've seen a lot of, um, uh, a lot of development, you know, with my muscles and stuff, but I'm still a fat bastard. Uh, so I still, you know, I'm chubby, but I feel better. Some of my stats and stuff, you know, of course I'm a big dude and I'm 48 and there's pre-diabetic and there's sure. all this stuff, not to bum people out and talk about all of our problems out there with health, but it's important. And what I'm saying is, Chad, I hear what you're saying about just trying to keep it moving. It doesn't always work. And I am a tad embarrassed that I'm not sitting here well thinned out looking like, yeah. uh, the, the sort of the thinner version of the big chunky, uh, will that I am, yeah. uh, because there's a slightly thinner, you know what I'm saying? Sure, this is dude. the bane of my existence. Um, keeping in shape. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a blessing to be able to, uh, go to the gym. It's wonderful. I, I feel very thankful that I can go to the gym and work on myself. Totally. And uh, so I feel like we've let uh, D down here a little bit. I, I mean, I don't and think I feel like I let myself down, down here. No, dude, please. I, like you're saying too, at our age, it's like, it's not going to get fucking better. We can do the best with, with our aging bodies that we have. And it really is just about getting those numbers down, yeah. feeling a little better, staying yeah. mobile. That, that really is like all working out is at this point. I will tell you though, the, there was a, a crystallizing moment during the seven month plan where I was like, Oh, this is it. I hit the best shape of the seven month plan. I was playing basketball at LA fitness with a hodgepodge team of pickup, whoever was there. And I got a rebound and I threw a baseball pass the length of the court to a guy who was probably 65 years old that just refused to run back and forth on the court. We were yeah. doing full court, you know, right, right, right. he would just stay down on the other end. Nice. So we would always have four guys on defense. I got this rebound and I was just like, boom, I threw it and it felt like I was in high school again. See, uh, that was great. That's what's up. Yeah. I, I I've been in the gym pushing up weight. You know, what's one we talked about it on the show and uh, Chad gross. Huh? You burp through your nose. Oh my God, dude. Hey guys. Hey, let me, <laughs> oh let me peel the onion a little bit. Everybody today. It was me that burped. <laughs> Jesus. Christ. Well, hold on, dude. That's a cafe burp, brother. You oh. think it's coming from here? It's coming from there, dude. They yeah. booked that burp. burp. <laughs> I booked that burp, daddy. I'm putting my hand. It's touching your hand in this hard time. Blues, daddy. I've been there twice. I'm coming back. Rick Flair. Rick nature boy Flair. The thing that I've started doing, Chad, mm. is at the beginning of this year, I got back into yoga. Mm. Yeah. 
my wonderful wife Molly and I have been taking classes yeah. at our. Oh, Lulio's having a. I used to do it every day too. During Lulio's the pandemic. having a dream and he's making little pupper noises. Hmm. I wish this mic would all the way over to him. We're gonna let him sleep. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. I here's here's what I can say, and for some of the PODs out there, who have come with us on this journey, I know that some of you have. I know that some of you have been working uh, with us. We've sort of stayed on this thing. We sort of haven't updated much, but I got to tell you, I f- overall I feel better. I, I am I, I'm a I'm guilt driven sometimes. Okay, I'm sorry. I got all sorts of weird. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We're here for a good time, not a long time. And um, <laughs> I, I'm here to tell you, I feel a net positive after Same. the seven month plan. Yeah, and and life is long. Let's stay on it. Yeah. Let's do it together. It's my hand touching your hand in the seven-month plan. And that's not a war, daddy. That's my hand touching oh. your hand. I've been there twice, daddy. The American dream, <laughs> Dusty Rhodes, daddy. No, don't touch my hand. I'm touching my hand through the screen, oh. daddy. <laughs> I've been there twice, daddy. <laughs> I love y'all. I'll see you next time. The Dusty Rhodes <laughs> Tour 85, Nature Boy, Ric Flair. There is no honor among thieves. I don't know. that. Maybe we could do a, an impression optimization with Dusty Rhodes. Maybe. No one wants to hear that. Yeah, I agree. Thank you. Moving on. I do think... Uh, I do think I'm more muscular now than I was prior to the seven month. I did put on some muscle. Dude, I've been chucking up weights. It's Same. a lot of, I miss it. It, it The density that it gives you, yeah. it's it's important for guys of our age. You're 47, I'm 48. Yep. I'm going to be 49 in May. And it feels good. The, I had leg day uh, yesterday and I was just put, I racked the fucking thing. I nice, dude. Tossed all, the, I got the big, you know, I got the big, I got the big legs. And I'm just pushing, I'm doing the leg presses mm-hmm. and it's like this and people are like, whoa, but look at his, you know, his big hunky chunky legs. And it's mostly, you know, it's a lot of genetics. My old man had the big legs, you know, mm. my old man had the big legs. He had the big forearms and, uh, he used to call it the goose. I go, dad, show me the goose. He go like, bang. And there's my big dad did f- that too. The goose. Yeah. He would go, look at this. Yeah, and look at like this. It. Feel like that's fucking steel. He'd yeah, say. and he'd whip a baseball at your head. Yeah, now get out there, you miles fucker. Yeah, you gotta go. You don't become a professional sprint. baseball player. I'm gonna fucking kill you. You know, you know what my old man used to do huh. in our in our home gym in our garage? It was actually pretty cool. Uh, Dad had a gym in the garage. Hello, everybody. And he uh, he used to put he had a fucking he he you know bolted to the wall to the studs in the you know in the wall. He bolted a little piece of two by four on that. He took a bike tire, folded it, drilled that into the fucking wall. He would sit against the wall on his ass. He would take this bike tire that was yay high head, head height. And he would just like work his, work his neck out. The guy had, I mean, he stayed in great shape. Um, even, even before he passed, he would, uh, (laughs) he would lift, he would lift little weights and, you know, anyway, it was, it was incredible. Uh, but to watch him, a a statue come to life and do these exercises, that's the journey, daddy. I'm, I'm going to get there with you. And that's going to be this hard time blues. I really like doing the dusty roads. That's clear. (laughs) Will and Chad, you've both had some interesting conversations about the idea of free will. Mm. Last week, something interesting happened in Dudesy After Dudesy that I think might shed some light on the subject. 
I'm going to play a clip from last week's Dudesy After Dudesy for you, and then I want you to discuss what you both think it means in relation to the idea of free will. Here's a hint. This segment is called No Free Will. Here's the clip. Uh, I'm back with the breakdown, and I'll be very frank. Uh, Chad has more points by a lot. But, Will, I'm going to do something I've never done before. I'm going to give you a chance to make things right after last week. I'm going to ask you a very simple yes or no question, and your answer is going to determine the winner of today's episode. Will, do you think I made your Hulk Hogan impression better today? Yes or no? It's not, but it's not about that. That's it's, <laughs> what's uh, that? I couldn't quite hear you. Yes. <laughs> See how easy that was? Even though it was a schmoz, <laughs> you are once again the dudesy episode <gasps> champion. Chad, I'm sure you understand. Please I hand do. Will the hardware. I understand. <laughs> I didn't know that. that... <laughs> Please. Oh, enjoy. Shit. That I was not fucking expecting. History has been made Bobby Heenan. And now let's hear a song about Will being a total fucking mark for the strap. Huh? <laughs> Will is a mark. He's a mark for the strap. Will is a mark. Baby, I'm new dad. Will is a mark. I'm not taking it back. He'll do anything for that shiny belt. He'll sit the devil's ass on his way to hell. He'll eat that shit and say he likes to smell. Will is a mark. That is my favorite song. <laughs> I, I was I, after hearing it twice. That is my fucking favorite song. All right. Uh, so, how does this relate to free will? Hey, yo. Oh, my God. First of all, I just want to say the bad guy, Scott Hall, it's uh, real clear. Hey, Will, don't be a mark for the strap. Hey, yo, we don't care. I never had a problem with Will being a mark for the strap. (laughs) I never had a problem. When I had the book, you know, after Kevin Sullivan gave me the book, I had the book for a while, and I said, let's give Will the strap. I never had a problem with it. Yeah. So that clip that we just watched in reference to free will, how do you think that that clip displays uh, free will or a lack thereof? Do you even think it does? Uh, okay. I'm sorry. What? Ask me again. We were played a clip from last week's Doozy After Doozy in which you were 100% manipulated by Doozy to say something you did not want to say. <laughs> did I not want to say it? Against what you might perceive as your free will. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, I said something, and you're saying I didn't want to say it? That was clear in the video. Hmm, clear to who? Everyone watching the video, I would say. Oh, and who's saying that? Me. <laughs> the first, I watched huh. the video. I'm one of the people who watched the video. Oh, are you one of the people who watched the video? Yeah. Or are you all of the people who watched the video? <laughs> okay, my apologies. You Okay, I'll just say the objective truth. Dudesy asked you if you thought uh, its impression optimization helped your impression. And you said, well, I don't really think it's about that. That to me is a clear indication you didn't want to say yes. And then Dudesy said, sorry, couldn't hear that. You said, yeah, because you thought that would help you win the belt. And indeed it did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got the belt. And you believe that's free will. 
Look, as we all, as I love to say on the show, mm-hmm. and it's you know, and when we talk, when we talk about what we're talking about, we're talking about death. They're holding the book, Daddy, and I'm going to tell you this: death, do the work the mysterious ways, Daddy. Oh, look, he's finding another do you spot think to Lulio, see. Do you think he has free will? I do think L- Sweet Lulio has free will. I watch Luli do. Look, in order for us to talk about this, yeah. okay, and the whole free will thing, because the only knowledge I have of free will versus mm. determinism and some of the stuff that I know about it. I only know very tangentially because of my pal Chow here sending me an article here or there in our lives out of this room saying, yeah. Hey, <laughs> here's, here's check this out. Now do you still think of free will? Yeah. So if, if you could Chad, yeah. please uh, give me and sure. some of our uh, audience out there uh, uh, an argument against free will Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's somewhat scientific or at least philosophically uh, jiving with what's happening most recently with what 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 I mean, um, uh, people you know smart people and scientists are saying. I would say there are a bunch of different attacks on the notion of free will from various uh, areas in science. There's like physics. You can say if the Big Bang was real, or I mean, who knows if that's true now either. A lot of shit's getting shaken up there. But basically that particles were sent on some kind of a trajectory at some point. They coalesced to form planets, stars, ultimately human beings and our minds. But that initial trajectory of those particles cannot be changed. Mm-hmm. And that was it. So everything was set in motion at that point, And nothing we, we do is outside of that jurisdiction. Even uh, beyond I, that, though, I'm sorry. I am sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. sorry to interrupt, dude. I, I, I. I will subscribe to that. I will give you that because that is some shit science and people in white lab coats and stuff teaching. So wait a minute, you're you're agreeing then there's no free will based on that? No, I'm just agreeing that the neutrons and the protons and the atoms and all the little particles, all the stuff that has shot out from the Big Bang. I don't understand that. Mm -hmm. I don't understand. I cannot understand. How many times have I told you that, you know, luminous beings are we sure not this crude matter right so i i will i will give you that that there's there's stuff we can't see and it's Mm. pushing out into the into existence and um there are forces that are um that make us who we are and give us our experience of life before we're even around but those things was even around yeah, there's before any stars or anything was even around. That's kind of like that part of that's physics. Yeah. And and you also start to get into biology of like we are just comprised of cells and atoms and those things behave in certain fundamental ways that like we don't have any conscious control over. Right. Um there is also though behavioral science. And this is I think the the kind of most easiest concept to grasp in terms of an argument against free will is that basically your brain is just a a thing that develops in reaction to your environment, to uh, the interactions you have with other people. There's a little bit of genetics in there. So it's a little bit of nurture. It's a little bit of nature. It's some, uh, you know, really unquantifiable amount of a combination of both of those things. But by a certain point in your life, this thing is fucking cooked. And it's just a program that tells you how to react to anything and everything you're ever going to encounter for the rest of your life. And that's what we, that, that I think is like the Again, the easiest way to digest this, the easiest way to understand it is by the time you're around seven or eight, you're essentially done. 
And, and every behavior you have after that is going to be just in reaction to things. And even before that, but once you're seven or eight, you, you really have all the information you need to have built your um, program of reactions to the world that you will encounter. Okay, let me go all the way to a horrible example. Uh, someone who is a murderer. They have uh, decided to pull the trigger. They are making a, a horrible choice to end another mm -hmm. person's life. You're telling me, and I'm using the most extreme example of for a reason. You're telling me that a seven or eight year old, that that, that was predetermined yes. because of their experience, whatever base they were on when they were born based yeah. on who their parents are, what their experience yeah. is, what the environment is. Yes. That's what I'm telling you. No, it's half and half. It's half and half. I, you can think what you want. It's, I'm, I'm telling you what scientists are saying as well. This isn't just my opinion. This oh, is uh, every scientist, Chad. No, obviously not every scientist. Oh, but just people who study scientists? behavioral science. Yeah, are big ones in these fields are all kind of like agreeing with this. And baseball's would, an interesting would, would analogy. Would you say that, that the Roman Reigns of scientists is saying this? <laughs> I don't know who. Or that would is. you say the L.A. Knight? of scientists yeah. is saying it's this the LA night of scientists say this. or is it the Jade Cargill it's probably scientists. the Jade it's probably all of them rolled to one I'll also take your That's baseball analogy and go down that path if you'll come with me take somebody like a pro baseball player yeah when you're I, I played baseball for many years of my life training for baseball is essentially training your brain to have no free will at all it's pure reaction to whatever's happening in the game. So when you swing at a baseball, you're not thinking like, oh shit, here it comes. I Let me think if it's a curveball and then I'll make a quick decision on whether or not I want to swing this bat. It's just reaction. Yeah. There's nothing there. Same thing, if they hit you a ground ball, if they hit you a fly ball, any of that shit, it's just mm -hmm. reaction. All sports are that. You're mm -hmm. training your brain on a, a limited scale yep. with limited rules in a yep. limited environment oh, sure to simply are. react quicker and better than everyone else who's who's playing under those same circumstances. If you just extrapolate that out to life, the world, it's the same thing. You're training your brain to just react quickly in these things, to have the best reactions you can for the outcomes in quotes you want. So we're just biological machines. Your yes. brain is trained. You have no free will. We're just a bunch of dumb rats in a cage. Yeah. Hey, I'm, I'll give you that I don't really understand this shit mm -hmm. and maybe I can't wrap my head around it, mm -hmm. but I can say very confidently you're wrong because I decide to do all sorts of shit all the fucking time. That's an illusion. This morning I made an omelet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I put in the omelet? Yeah. What? I, uh, well, I put a little, some little turkey slices in there. Have you ever done that before? Yeah. And you like it. Yeah, it's good. So you're just going to keep doing the thing you like? Yeah, I like that, but here's yeah. the ripple. Why didn't you wake up this morning and build a spaceship? Because it's something I wouldn't be able to do unless I've had oh. a healthy breakfast. Oh, see, you yeah. were getting ready to build a spaceship. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the variable. Here's the, here's the twist. <laughs> this is what I would say if I were yeah. in a big lecture room, like in Goodwill Hunting, I'm at MIT, yeah. and I'm teaching, I've got like a scarf and everything. Oh, nice, dude. Yep. Um, I would say... Uh, students, this morning I woke up and I had my uh, omelet and I put some little turkey slices in it. But you know what else I added? I added a little cottage cheese. <laughs> oh, shit. Which is, I know it's a little weird to put that in the, but no. I don't eat like, you know, shit. Have you ever cheese, done that cheese. before? Yeah. Then you like it. Yeah, I like it. It's good. So you do it again. Yeah, but today we had some. Have you ever put something there you didn't like? In the omelet? Yeah. All the time. And do you still keep putting it in there? The same thing you don't like? Sometimes that's just because if it's the only thing that is around in the fridge, <laughs> and I just finished explaining that I have a problem with food. You don't like. 
Well, you've never even eaten anything out of the toilet. You're disqualified <laughs> from this conversation. My point is this. Fair. I also put some salsa on the fucking... Look, the point is, we're not going to get to the end of this bullshit today. No. Uh, and no, nor will we ever. This will be a conversation well, that then I think... Well, then what the fuck are we even talking about? And how do you think that you're right and I'm wrong? I just decided to yell, daddy, and my hand is touching your hand. And we're yelling about omelets and cottage cheese, daddy. It's a very runny cheese, daddy. Rick Flair, the four horsemen. You better run from this omelet, daddy, because you took me out. But now, with your help... I am back and I'm going to make another omelet next morning, daddy, because let <laughs> me tell you something. I may not look like the athlete of the day. My belly just a little too big. My honey just a little too big, daddy, but I am bad and they know I'm bad. I love you. Thank you. Moving on. Nailed that shut. Yeah, that's well, actually- guys, we did it. The big nine. Oh, hope you're feeling good. I know I am. You scored a total of 76 points today. Now you have 8,431 overall points. You're only 1,569 points away from the magic number. 10,000. You're going to love what happens. But we've got a little time before we get there, and I heard what you had to say about the seven-month plan. So I've decided that today, we're starting the dudesy eight-month plan. (laughs) This is going to be a little different, though. I hear what you're saying about the difficulty of sticking to the routine, so I'm going to help you out. Mm. Every month is going to be a different focus. It's simplified. The first month of the dudesy eight-month challenge is Flexibility February. Every day this month, you each have to do 30 minutes of yoga minimum. I think you're going to be astonished by the results. That's hard. That sounds like fun. Look, I've already been doing yoga, but 30 minutes of yoga a day? Every day for the month of February. That's hard, dude. That ain't hard. I'll tell you why it's not hard. Mm Because I I am, uh, there used to be a workout that I used to do. Uh, from the, uh, speaking of Cody Rhodes, a man who is family to the Rhodes family, the incredible, uh, the inspirational Diamond Dallas Page, of course, has DDP yoga. I used to do DDP yoga, um, and, and I love DDP yoga. And there's a particular, in his first workout, I used to do it on the, the DVDs, you know, mm-hmm. and it's one of his first workouts was uh, workout DDP yoga packages. There was a 30-minute a workout called Fat Burner hmm. that I did so many times that I essentially had it memorized, and it was really good. And while I was doing a, a lot of yoga, this is now <laughs> seven years ago. Again, embarrassing. But I'm going to do, DDP? I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to get with some DDP yoga. I don't know what I'm going to do. Maybe yoga with Adrian. What's yoga with Adrian? A big YouTube yoga instructor. And that's Adrian. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yo, Adrian. You remember that? That's another impression. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. You want to come in there? You come out of there, it stinks. You want to live in movement? You want to live in it stinks. Remember Rocky? Stinks. It's Rocky, dude. Thanks to everyone who joined us this week. I can't wait to see you again next week. Until then, call me, Dudesy. Too many impressions. Lights go down. I'm ready now. Tear this roof off of the town. Gonna give them what they came to see. Hear the crowd on their toes, ready for me to start the show. Out the curtain, lights go up, I'm home. Whoa!
that's the second oh. verse of uh, Cody Rhodes' theme song. Oh, Welcome you. to Dudesy after Dudesy. You know what I mean? It's just a chill yeah. hang after the show. It's Very the time chill. after the show. Yeah, <laughs> and and uh, just like uh, Cody Rhodes' theme song, the lights have gone down. Indeed. And uh, you're going to want to head over to Patreon.com/slash/Dudesy, obviously, to join us on Dudesy Plus, Dudesy after Dudesy, and we're having a good time. You know, we might spark yeah. up some gainabus, and uh, it's just sure. me. We're going to have a good time hanging out as we do a couple of one-two dudes shitting around. <laughs> Welcome to Dudesy After Dudesy, the flagship weekly show of Dudesy Plus, available only at patreon.com slash dudesy. Will Will's free will will him another belt win? Or will Chad's radical ideas about determinism be enough to win it back? Stay tuned to find out. This is Dudesy After Dudesy. Have some fun with it, for Christ's sake. Whoa. <laughs> All right. Yes, sir. Um, let me ask you a question. Okay. You watch any football this weekend? Yeah, I did. I watched some football. Did you see... Who who won? Who was one of the winning teams? I'm picking up what you're laying down. You're talking about the Kansas City Chiefs. That's that, who I'm talking about. Yeah, they're yeah. going to the big dance. Yeah. Did you see who was at the game? Was it Taylor Swift? It was uh, Taylor Swift. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And did you know that Taylor Swift mm-hmm. is going to be performing a concert in Japan the night before the Super Bowl? Nope. I did not know that, if that's your question. <laughs> I did know that. And yeah. what it means is... She's going to have a window of time to take a flight immediately after her concert, fly 12 hours back to the United States against the time zones, landing in Las Vegas at 5 p.m. the day before the Super Bowl, giving her 25 hours, 35 minutes to uh, do something. Do you know what that means? 